You're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast with Todd and Brian. If you've had an encounter and want to be on the show, email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co or visit our website at www.cryptidcreatures.net. I noticed this very overwhelming smell. It was super, super weird, and I had no idea like where it came from. And then I started to get really scared because I felt like I was being watched. So I was kind of really trying to like brush that feeling aside. I had this gut feeling that told me to turn around. And when I turned around, my heart stopped. This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host Todd. What's up, buddy? Hey, Brian. Hello, listeners. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Brian, we got a good show tonight. We got Maddie coming on from Colorado. Maddie. Excited about this one. She's seen a few different kind of things there in Colorado around the area where she's at. Yeah, I'm ready to hear about them. I sound... Not sure what these things are. Scary. Yeah, not sure. Not sure if it's Bigfoot or what it is, but we're gonna find out. So let's yeah, bring we're gonna on. find out. Yep. Let's bring her on. Right on. How's it going, Maddie? Going good. Going good. Good. Thanks for talking with us tonight. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. So you're in Colorado, is that right? Yes, Colorado Springs. And you had some encounters. Ooh. When did? When were your encounters? 2014 the other encounters i have had i'm still like ongoing having them like the most recent was a few weeks ago <laughs> really so, yeah okay all right tell us about the first one or the ones that you wanted to talk about tonight mm-hmm. yeah so the one of the ones i want to talk about cuz i'm kind of new to the whole kind of cryptid community i'm not really um i've done some research in the last few years but you know i was kind of raised Catholic and everything I thought was was abnormal or unknown was either a spirit or a demon. So I was not sure what I saw. But now, you know, kind of deep, like diving deeper into like my Native American roots and everything, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, what I saw was definitely a creature of some sort. So, um, so I would just for like a little bit of background then. So in 2014, um, I'm going to change some names just cause there was like some, you know, in the story, some underage drinking and stuff. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to have anybody. So, um, I had a couple of my friends and my twin sister. Um, we had a drinking spot up in garden of the gods here in Colorado Springs that we loved frequenting. And, um, we had moved all over, um, and we moved back our senior year of high school. So it was about a year later after we graduated from high school that this happened and I'm not sure what this creature is. I've done tons of research, but I'm not, I have no idea what I saw. Um, but just to kind of deepen, go, you know, go into the story. Um, we were going up to uh, Gold Camp Road. I'm not sure if you guys are uh, familiar with the story there, but um, there is a story about a bus full of kids that were going up to um, up the mountain, up to Garden of the Gods through Gold Camp Road, where one of the tunnels that goes through Gold Camp um, ended up collapsing on them. So there's tons of ghost stories up there because of that legend, <laughs> um, because of what happened up there. And because we moved all over, my sister and I, when we moved back, a lot of our friends were shocked that we had never been to Gold Camp or really gone back to visit Garden of the Gods as you know adults. We've always gone as kids. So they always tried to like get us up there um, to kind of, you know, have us go through like the the tunnels and try to like scare us and, and um, you know, try to have us experience what they experience. And the legend is, is that if you go up there um, to gold camp, you can go, th- you drive through the tunnels and weird things will start happening to your car. Um, you know, some say that your car will end up um, dying um, or you're, you can't start your car. Um, or the lights or the electricity will flicker in your car. Um, but the biggest thing is that people say that 
um, you'll see like kid handprints all over your car once you go through the tunnels. And um, it's pretty spooky. And so my I had gone a couple of times with my friends, you know, um, but my twin sister, um, Ashley, she had never gone before. And so my friends, uh, Tony, Ben and Aaron, we all decided one night because we're always at Garden of the Gods um, that we'll, you know, go to gold camp and see if we could scare her. <laughs> so we go up there and the tunnels, like the first two tunnels on like the kind of the dirt road up there, you can see through them. Like you can see completely to the other side of the road. But the last tunnel has like a huge um, bend that goes to the left and you have to honk before you go through the bend because you can't see past it. And it was getting dark. So we decided to kind of sit in this tunnel um, and, you know, kind of in the dark, you know, and, and have our sister kind of sit there and, and she started to get freaked out because she was hearing the chirping of like bats and we were, you know, making noises and trying to scare her. And she was really, really not having it. She was pretty upset. Um, so we were planning on staying up there, you know, kind of for the night just to kind of have a few drinks and hang out and, and stuff just because that was kind of gold camp and then garden of the gods was our typical spot. Um, but because we had been kind of messing with her all night, she was not having it. And she was like, let's just go back to our regular drink spot. And I was kind of like annoyed just because we had, we had dr driven all the way up there and then we had hiked to a certain spot. And I knew that like, it was kind of our fault, you know, <laughs> she was scared and she didn't want to stay. So we were just like, okay, we'll go back to our, to our normal drink spot. Um, and there's a lot of areas in Garden of the Gods that's very like towards like touristy, you know, that people come and visit. The where I had this encounter with the creature happened um, in a spot behind the balancing rock that's up on the Garden of the Gods. So if you go up past the balancing rock, um, there's a dirt road. Um, and if you walk about a mile down that dirt road, there's a couple of different um, rock formations. And one of which has it's kind of like an archway in the rocks and it's completely enclosed. So when you go through the archway that's formed in this rock, um, there's like a drop down where it looks like you're kind of in like a giant bowl. And it's super cool because when you sit down in it, nobody can see you from the road. And there's also tons of different spots that you can climb up to that look over, you know, all of like the Garden of the Gods. And you can also see the highway from there. And it's super, super beautiful. Um, so we decided to, you know, go up there and we, and we had gone up there tons, you know, it was during the summer we had gone up there probably twice a week um, at this point. And it was pretty typical, you know, we were all just kind of drinking, sitting around, doing our thing. And we were kind of sitting down in like the bowl area away from the, from the road. And about an hour into us sitting there, um, like the night that this happened, I noticed this like very overwhelming smell of like cherries. It was super, super weird. And I had no idea like where it came from. And it smelled almost like, like sweet, like cherry smell, like, like the, like a freshly baked pie, like that warm fruit smell. And I was like, wow, that smells really good. And I looked to my friend, um, Tony, who was sitting next to me and I was like, can you smell that? And he was like, smell what? And I was like, you don't smell cherries. Cause it's pretty, you know, full in the air. And he just thought like, you know, the wind had picked up and like picked up like my perfume or something. And I was like, no, that's definitely not me. And I kind of just brushed it off because, you know, I was like, I'm not sure if somebody was maybe like smoking like a flavored wrap or, you know, whatever. Um, and what we were drinking wasn't like flavored like that. It was just, you know, like the cheapest beer. So it wasn't, it didn't smell like cherries. Um, and I just kind of let it go for a moment, but like it was getting stronger and stronger to the point where it was like almost sickly. It started to smell very artificial. Like it was very much in my face and like we could like, could not handle it anymore. And so like the rest of our friends and my sister were, were we, they were all playing kind of up, like climbing on the other rocks. And um, so Tony was like, I can't handle the smell anymore. And I was like, I can't either. So he went and joined the rest of them. And I um, was like, I have to, you know, pee anyway. <laughs> Because, you know, we've been drinking and that's kind of what happens, you know. Um, so and because we had been up there a lot, my sister had, you know, toiletries and stuff in her car. So I just was like, you know, I'll meet you guys back up, you know, the rock and everything. And I'll just, you know, excuse myself for a minute. So I went and I crossed their dirt road and right across from it was kind of like a little bit of like a hill. 
and there was a bunch of bushes and trees. And so I went um, across like the road and I went like far enough to where I couldn't see anybody just in case, you know, so nobody could see me. Um, but I kept I, that smell never went away. And then I started to get really scared because I felt like I was being watched. And I wasn't sure if um, I felt like I was being watched because I didn't want to be watched. So I was kind of really trying to like brush that feeling aside. Um, and of course, something like this would happen at my most vulnerable state when I was trying to <laughs> trying to pee. <laughs> of course. So, yeah. So I went and, um, you know, did was doing my business. And while I was peeing, um, I had this like overwhelming gut feeling that told me to turn around. And when I turned around, I, for a moment thought like my heart stopped because I like could not really make out what I was looking at. And it looked like a very like huge, almost deformed mountain lion that also had features of like an elk. Like if I had to explain it and you know how I've explained it to a couple other people I've told is that it, it looked kind of like a mountain lion wearing elk skin. Like it looked like it was trying to disguise itself as an elk. And, but it was clearly like a cat, like it had like the nose of like an elk, but it had clearly cat eyes. It was the cat body but it had antlers and its legs were like so abnormally long but it had still the huge paws and when i was looking at it because i was so stunned of like what i was seeing it looked like it was kind of struggling to kind of like bend down like you know how cats like kind of get really low if they're kind of scared or they're unsure that's what it was doing but it looked like it was really straining to get down just because of how big it was like Mountain lions are huge, but they're smaller than elk. And this was bigger than a, a normal elk. It almost looked like as big as a moose. Like I used to live in Vermont and I know how big moose are. And that's kind of how big it looked while it was trying to like crouch down. And it took me probably about six seconds before I screamed just because I had no idea what I was, was looking at. And it was looking right at me. Like I could see its eyes, but I could also tell I was only looking at probably a third of its body because I could only see like the back of the shoulders. Um, and they look like they came up kind of past its head and like the antlers and like the front, like the front chest and the, and the first two legs. And when I screamed, I ended up falling back and this thing like very unnaturally ended up just slipping back right behind the tree that it was coming out of. And um, I completely freaked out and my friend Tony came and he ran and, you know, he was making fun of me because he thought I screamed because I fell in my own pee. And <laughs> I was just like, I'm so, I'm just so, I, I did not want to say anything. I like went back and I just, we, you know, we kind of finished out the night and I didn't, say anything but I was so I was so scared because it kind of when I had time to kind of process what I saw it was like kind of those like those those cards that have the images on it where if you flip it one way and flip it another it looked like the angle I was looking at was almost like I was seeing two animals being fused but it looks so unnatural and it didn't make a sound or anything which I was so shocked because of how big it was it didn't make a sound at all um, and it kind of felt like it was trying to like sniff me or like it was trying to, to get close to see like what I was doing. Um, but it completely freaked me out and I've done tons of research and everything. I know there's tons of different like creatures or, or like walkers, but I can't find anything like, like this that I saw. It was, it was just definitely like a very unnatural looking mountain lion wearing an elk type thing it was very it was not humanoid at all it looked very much like an animal um but it just seemed like it was trying to like disguise itself as something else and i've only told two other people because i can't like really fathom like what i've seen i've never gone back there like at night i've gone during the day just because it is a really pretty spot but i won't go by myself and it's also scary that i had that overwhelming smell of like cherries because it felt like that might've been like a pheromone or something that creature was giving off mm -hmm. because it was at first very, like, I felt like I was very drawn to it. 
And when I think about like the theories that I have about it, I like wonder if it was trying to like draw somebody away from the crowd because that spot is very popular. Like there's a lot of people that go up there. And if that's the case, like I, I just, I mean, even though it only looked like it was trying to sniff me and it like went away when I screamed, I'm not sure if it went away because I was drawing attention to it or because it was like not sure (laughs) of who like I was, but I, yeah, I still to this day have no idea. Um, what I saw. It was the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. I haven't heard anything like that yet. Yeah, that's a new one for us. I got to back up here. So you said this thing was as big as an elk, bigger than an elk? Yes. Like I've, I used to live in Vermont and I've seen tons of like moose and it looked like it was pretty much as big as a moose. Like I could see like the shoulders way pushed up against its head. Um, and it looked like it was as big as a moose, like trying to crouch down like a cat. And it was, yeah, it was huge. And I could tell I was only looking at like a third of the animal as well. And you said it had antlers? Yes, it had antlers. (laughs) Like deer or elk antler kind of? It had elk antlers. Yeah. Okay. And then it had paws like a cat and it's had a face that was a, maybe a hybrid between a a lion and an elk is kind of what you're saying this thing looked like. Yeah, like the nose was way more prominent, kind of like like a grizzly bear, kind of like it's it really stood out. It wasn't more like flat, like a like a cat's nose or a mountain lion's nose, but it was very much a cat. Like it was still the color of a mountain lion. It still had the paws. It still had the eyes and and everything. The first thing that comes to my mind is a skinwalker, because these things can take supposedly yeah. weird shapes and forms. Um, Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. impossible that there's some hybrid animals out there, some government experiments going on. How close were you to this thing when you saw it? Um, because it was trying to sniff me, I would say it was only probably about six feet away from me, five or six feet away from me. It was, it was way too close. Like I, I literally thought my heart stopped. Like I could not, (laughs) I couldn't even scream. I was so scared for a moment, but, um, did it make any noise? No, it was completely silent. I I couldn't even hear it behind me. Like I just got this overwhelming feeling that I should look behind me because I felt like I was being watched, but it never made a noise. It never growled or or anything. I couldn't even hear it move like when it when it was trying to get close to me. Hmm. Yeah. Ryan, what do you think? What's your thoughts on that, man? I I don't know. I was <laughs> just trying to look something up and I I can't find anything. I that's Definitely one we're going to have to research into some more because that's very interesting. Yeah, I've, I've tried to do a lot. And I even, since I've been trying to go into more of my, my native roots, I've been trying to see if maybe there's some sort of creature that fits like the legend of it. Because there's a lot of indigenous people that live in Colorado and there's a lot of um, sacred land and stuff up there. But I haven't, I haven't found anything. Have you tried to talk to any of the older, older people around there or older native people? No, I I wish that I could get in contact with them. Most of like my own like native family is pretty estranged. Um, the only thing that I felt like might have been similar um, is that I know that we you know can think about like different walkers and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, the only thing that I thought was similar is that there is one um, legend that is about. Um, reanimation and it's one of the like native american things but it only happens in like small tribes one of which i think is in um arizona but i did um like some of the aztec tribes where they say that there's some um legends or like creatures like uh types of creatures that will try to use um well animal like carcasses to to move around because they don't want to be seen. And that's the only thing that I felt like, well, maybe because it felt so unreal and it felt so unnatural that it could have been that it could have been some sort of other creature using that to navigate around the mountains. Um, but other than that, I haven't found anything else, anything like that. So I've been pretty much in the dark since 2014 about it. Brian, what do you think about the Wendigo on this one? You think it's possible? Yeah, I was thinking about that too, because it does have antlers, but I mean, they're pretty aggressive. Yeah. From what we've heard from the legends, so I don't know. I'm not. I wouldn't, sure. I wouldn't rule it out, but I, I don't think we're looking at when to go here. 
I don't either just because there are different types as well in different right. different like folklore and there's only like a small percentage I think of them that actually have antlers and I don't think they're mm-hmm. from Colorado. So. No, those are mostly up in Canada and yeah. that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to have to check into that one because this is a new one for us. I'm, I'm yeah. interested to, yeah. to try to dig in to see if there's anyone else out there who reported this. But you said you've looked at it as well, Maddie. You haven't really found too much about it, huh? Mm-mm, no. And I feel almost like, I know there's a lot of legends about like how we shouldn't, you know, talk about some creatures, like different walkers and different things. So I'm kind of like, that's why I feel comfortable talking about it because I don't really know what it is. So I'm not sure like, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like, oh, like saying its name or anything. Yeah. So I feel comfortable saying it, but I also am kind of, you know, scared kind of reaching out to people or learning about it just because I don't, I don't know like really what it is or like if it had bad intentions, especially with like it having kind of an alluring smell. It's definitely not a good sign. Yeah. I would, if I were you, the next step I would take from here and I I'll even try to do it here is to find uh, an elder mm-hmm. of some kind from one of the, one of the tribes around there, one of the reservations. I don't know what's up there. But. Yeah. Well, Sakaiwa and a couple other things, but yeah. And and just ask them. I mean, they'll either tell you or they won't. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, with you being native yourself, mm-hmm. they might be a little more open to helping you. Yeah. And uh, I don't know a lot about Todd walked in there and asked. They might say, mm, you got to go. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. I don't know a lot about, like, my culture anyway. Like, everything that I've done, I've had to research because my it's on my dad's side and my dad wasn't in my life. And my mom doesn't know a lot about things, which is why everything I've explored or researched is, is new. It's only been probably since that encounter that I've really researched things and, and tried to figure things out. So um, yeah. And I definitely, that experience definitely also validates a couple of the other ones that I've had um, just because I feel like I've always, I always thought like, because of, like the religious background and the way I grew up that everything was just, you know, good or evil spirits or something. But I'm, I'm really, the more I dive into about like the legends that, that I've read about the more that I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like I've really seen some, some things, some creatures. So. Well, tell us. <laughs> well, um, there's a couple of things. There's one that I believe I had an encounter with the dog man the more I've researched it. The other is with the Fae, and that one's a little longer just because I, like I said, I'm still experiencing some things with it. Um, so it just depends on which one you think. Mm, of. Well, let's hear about the dog man. Okay. <laughs> we like, we like dog man. Yeah. Well, I like dog man. Todd's terrified of him. Yeah, I am, but I want to hear about <laughs> it and I want to hear about the Fae too. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, this one was actually a guy that I dated um, I'll just call him Sam. So Sam and I were, um, we were, had been friends for a couple of years before we started dating. And I always felt like there was something like, not like wrong with Sam, but something off, something different about Sam. And I always noticed that he seemed very like, like there was like a darker aura about him. Um, But I still, but he never was like, you know, like a bad guy or anything like that. So, you know, we started dating and very quickly into our relationship, he ended up moving in with me. Um, And we had never talked about anything like this. I didn't tell him about my experience. I had a few years prior with this creature. Um, So that was just nothing that really came up. And there was one night that he started kind of like, pacing around the apartment and he was like chain smoking and he was very like freaked out. And I was like, you know, trying to ask him like what's going on or, or, you know, are you okay? And he was like very reluctant to tell me um, that like he had experienced, you know, some things I, I understand it's very you know hard to share those experiences with people, but he also didn't want to like, I guess like, push me away or, or scare me. But he was telling me that there was two creatures that followed him. And he was afraid that they, that those creatures found out where we live. 
And I was like, okay. And I was like trying not to like invalidate his experience. I like, try to really listen because, you know, I was kind of like, okay, if he's this freaked out, maybe we should talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me that um, since as long as he can remember, there's this one more like spirit like creature that follows him. And he said that it reminds him more of like black smoke is how it moves around and how he sees it. But he says that since he encountered that spirit, um, he said that he has another creature that follows him and he wouldn't tell me what that was. He just told me it absolutely terrifies him and he doesn't want to make it real. But he said that he saw that like kind of spirit creature um, kind of in our kitchen. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's definitely terrifying because it's 10 o'clock at night and we're supposed to be going to bed. But, you know, if if that's what you're seeing, then, you know, you know, is there anything I can do? And he's like, no, like it usually just goes away. But he said that he never sees that fear or like that smoke unless the other creature follows him or, or is like near him. And so I was just like, okay. And we ended up going to bed and I was like thoroughly terrified. And for like the next few nights, he was like waking up, like screaming from like having like night terrors and like to the point where I'd, I would have to like console him and calm him down. And on like, I think it was either the second or third night, um, I was like, we need to really do something because if you're like this scared or you're not being able to sleep, like, like, you know, what is going on or what are you feeling? You know, what's, you know, what's happening. And he was just like, I'm just going to get up and get like a glass of water. And he like, when we, he went into the kitchen, he ended up screaming and I was like, what's going on? He's like that, that spirit thing is in our kitchen again. And he's like, and then he like went into our bedroom and was like, just take care of it. And I was like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Take care of it? <laughs> like, I don't want to go in there. Um, but I ended up, you know, going into our kitchen, just trying to, you know, really cautiously see if there's anything there. And I didn't see anything. Um, and I have like these, like, say I had these like sage incense, you know, burner things. So I just kind of put one in the kitchen just to try to make him feel better, but I didn't see anything. It wasn't that I didn't believe him. I just, I didn't see anything. So I was kind of, you know, I wasn't freaked out at that point. I wasn't scared. Um, and he was like, let's just fall asleep with the light on, let's put on like a Disney movie. (laughs) You know, he's like, I can't, I can't sleep any other way. And I was like, okay, we can do that. So we put on a movie and probably about 15 minutes into it, he fell asleep. So I was like, okay, I'm going to turn off the TV and turn off the light because I cannot sleep if there's light, you know, I, I can't do it. So I turned it off and I, when I went to sleep, I felt like I, I immediately woke back up and I just felt super restless. Like I could not fall asleep. I was like tossing and turning and I didn't know what was wrong. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to get up and like use the restroom. And like, you look at my phone and, um, I went to like sit up and I could see that the light that was in, that was shining through our living room uh, window had changed. Cause we were really close to where our apartment was, was really close to the road. So you could see like the car headlights going into our, into our apartment. And I noticed it was just darker. Like I can only see like a little bit of like a square on the very top of our door frame of light. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, why is it like pitch black? Like in our doorway. And I was, and I was like, couldn't even make out any of the details in the living room. And then I could see um, that whatever darkness was happening was moving. So I kind of froze and I was like, what is going on? And then I could see like when this blackness turned i could see the silhouette of a snout and a mouth and i was like oh my god like i i did not move i froze i was like what like i i could see like the the silhouette of it and i could notice that the little square above the door frame that i saw was actually just where its head was that didn't reach the door frame that i could see and that's why it was pitch black but it was it was creeped me out so much because it was so I couldn't see through it was so like thick like black, um, and when I when that thing like turned and I could see like the silhouette of like what looked like a wolf I was like I'm not gonna move I was like I can't do anything I didn't even want to breathe and I like was like half sat up on my bed and I was just like trying so hard to just so hold my breath and um, Sam was like dead asleep like he did not move or anything. And I just like kept like trying to breathe. And then like, I could see like before it like turned its face back to like center where I couldn't see the definitions of it. I could see like kind of the glow of like the eyes of like how you see like your animal's eyes in the dark. I could see that. And it was like a little bit of like this 
orangey tint and it like went and then it completely disappeared and I was just frozen and I tried to like <laughs> lay back down really slowly as much as I could but I probably did not move and I just stared at this thing and I was like hoping that it didn't see me didn't like um notice that I was like awake and I just was like just still and I probably stayed still like that and frozen for about 10 minutes before my muscles were just like I can't do this anymore I ended up laying back down and like I then got this like feeling of like overly tired like I just was overly tired and I just couldn't fight my sleep and I ended up falling asleep and then the next day I noticed that Sam like when I woke up wasn't there he was outside and he was smoking and I asked him like I was like did you see that thing that was in our apartment yesterday. And he was like, what thing? And I described it to him and he was like, no, I didn't see it, but I know that's the second creature. And I was like, well, I don't like that. You didn't tell me what it is or who it was he's like, well, I'm just too terrified of it. I want to pretend it's not there. And I was like kind of grilling him. Cause I was mad. I was like, you, you should tell me like, cause I, I, you know, I didn't see what these creatures are. I have no idea what they are. And I, and I almost kind of, didn't really believe you <laughs> until I saw it. And, you know, you kind of left me, you know, just to experience what I experienced. And then I was even more mad because I was like, how did that, you know, creature even get into our apartment? And he was like, I don't think that I locked the door. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I was nice. just so, I know I was so angry. And then I ended up, it was like a week later, I ended up while we were walking, um, he was walking me home from work. I ended up seeing that smoky, wispy creature that, that like kind of it looked like it was like behind him. And I was like, oh, like this makes sense, because when I met him, it felt like he had this black aura around him. And I don't know why these creatures were following him, but they were. And so we ended up breaking up, not specifically for this reason, for other reasons. But that was such a huge it was such a huge deal because I I never wanted to experience something like that ever again. And I was obviously angry that I got kind of left for that to happen. And again, I didn't know um, what I saw. I thought maybe it was some sort of like, like I said, like a demon or like a hellhound or something that I saw that might've followed him. Um, you know, maybe he had some sort of bad intentions or something. So I, but I had no idea. I, I'm glad nothing happened. I was definitely terrified, yeah. but um, yeah, it was a surreal experience for sure. Have you uh, seen it since? No, since we actually broke up, everybody around me, when they would come over to like a, my apartment would say like, oh, like the apartment feels so much lighter or like there feels like there's like a weight lifted in here. Um, mm. And I definitely didn't feel anything like that since we broke up. So, so I'm not he sure. He must have been into something. Something. No. <laughs> he was not willing to tell me either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you think this creature that you were looking at in the doorway was this a physical thing or, or more of a spiritual entity? In the doorway, I think it was definitely physical because I could not see through it. It was solid black. And I, and I thought like I, like the light had gone off and I was looking at pitch black because I couldn't see through it until I noticed I could see like a little square of like the headlights from our living room above its head. And, um, and when it was moving, it looked solid. It was not, I could not see through it at all. Wow, that's that's scary. <laughs> Thinking yeah. that a dog man would be in your house. I mean, yeah, you described the eyes as being what you said, yellow, orangeish kind of kind of look. Yeah, they had like a little like glow, and they, but when like the light kind of reflected off of them, they obviously looked white like a normal animal's eyes. But it was just when it when they moved, they looked like they had a little bit of an orange in them. Hmm. We've heard that a lot before with dog man that they have the yellow yeah. yellow eyes is is a big. Um, repetitive um, feature that we hear with dog man mm -hmm. sounds like yeah that's probably what you were looking at um terrifying to think that it was in your house yeah uh, tied to this if entity. that was the case you were lucky yeah mm -hmm. tied to mm -hmm. this entity that was following your boyfriend at the time it's it's so strange who knows what goes on in this world you know yeah i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure if like i don't know when i was reading different things about dog man and, and different things about it i have heard that you know, some people might have, I mean, this is kind of like a religious thing, maybe, or a spiritual thing where people might have given parts of their souls to be able to turn into a wolf, or they've done different things 
you know, or maybe had some sort of negative act that they did to be, be able to come to this creature or that this creature also just has a horm uh, like a human or spirit form. So I'm not sure if that's what it was. Like maybe it wasn't two creatures. It was just the same one. Um, so okay. yeah, I I'm not sure. I did a little bit of research um, with it. It was pretty quickly was able to see like, Oh, you know, this is, seems like it was the dog man, but I have no idea what that, that other spirit energy was. And I'm not sure why they would be together, you know, it's hard to say. Who, who knows? Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell us about what is? Do you call them the yeah. Fey? The Fey, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, my my um, mom, she is part Scottish and Irish, and she loves you know the folk tales and things from there, mm -hmm. and um, she loves like the idea of like fairies. And when I, with me and my siblings when we were younger, she used to always joke about seeing fairies or like anytime anything went missing the house she'd be like oh it's just the fairies and i now that i'm an adult and i'm looking at back on that i'm like oh that's like probably not <laughs> a good thing because you don't know like if you acknowledging like when a lot of the things with the fae i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it a lot of things that like if you acknowledge the fairy like you talk about them or you know they find out your name you're like pretty much welcoming them in and not all fays right. are like good creatures right. and so I, you know, learning about him and then thinking about like my childhood or my mom is so nonchalant about being like, oh, like, let's leave, you know, this for the fairies or look at how many cool mushrooms there are. Like, let's put like a ring around it for the fairies. Like, it's just very <laughs> now I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, we should, probably shouldn't have <laughs> done any of those things. But when I was about, I would say six years old, I was living here in Colorado at the time. I was, I was drawn for some reason, just one night, um, to go into our backyard and we were not allowed to go into our backyard at night, obviously, you know, for, for reasons. And there was also a back alley that was right behind our, our backyard. And so I knew that like, I wasn't allowed to go out there, but I was drawn to going out there. And I went into our backyard and I was looking out into our alley and I could see that there was like this man that looked like it, it was it was walking down the alley and he looked like he was drinking something and then out of nowhere he just kind of collapsed onto like the dirt road on in the alley and i was like a, a little kid and i was like i have no idea what i'm i'm looking at and then it kind of whatever this man was like looked like it was transparent and then it ended up like it looked like it got right back up on its feet and then walked backwards and it terrified me. And I was like, what the hell am I looking at? And I saw a bunch of lights like around it, like not like more like, I guess, shimmers around it, like a, like a glow, like a glow or like orb yeah. around him. Mm -hmm. And I really like freaked out and I ended up running back inside and I told my mom about it. My mom was like freaking out, like, Oh my gosh, you shouldn't go back there. It's probably just some drunk, guy like like don't go into the backyard don't go near the alley but i i noticed like a couple other times i was drawn to going back out into the yard and i would go into the yard at night and i would see like the same thing happen and it and it like looked like it never changed it was like the same thing happening on repeat and um after i i had this we ended up moving houses and i noticed um like out of nowhere, I would just be like playing or I'd just be doing something and I would hear like somebody say my name and I would freak out and I would like look around and be like, I don't hear like see anybody. I don't know why I'm hearing like my name or um, I would hear like somebody yell pretty loudly like, hey, or like hello next to me and it would freak me out. And my my mom, again, you know, because of the religious background, would just say, oh, maybe it's a ghost or something trying to say something to you. But upon, like, doing my research about, like, the Fae and stuff, it, a lot of what they do is, like, they do um, magic. They are very, like, fast as well. Like, if you see a shadow really fast, usually it's, like, a Fae creature. You can't really see them. You can just see, like, the shadow. And they leave, like, light around. Like, you can see lights, like, a little little orbs or little shimmers, you know, next to them. Um, and there are some that are like, you know, pranksters, you know, where they just, they're not malevolent. They just like pulling pranks, like scaring you or stealing your stuff. There are others that actually can 
um, mimic what we think are like walkers. They do a lot of things where they can shape shift or they can um, like make different, they can turn into different things or different um, people. They can like even mimic your voice. That's a, that's one big thing about um, the Fae is that they can mimic like your voice or the voice of somebody that you know. And I felt like anytime I heard my name, it was something that was familiar. Like it either felt like sounded like it was like my sister or like my mom that would say my name. And, but it was never them. Like I would go to them and they'd be like, I didn't call you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And that happened throughout my life. And then I noticed um, as I was getting older that I would notice little shadows like that looked like they were running past my mirrors. And I would never see anything like next to me. Like if I was like in front of my mirror, I'd see a shadow run past it, but I couldn't, there was nothing behind me or next to me. And there was always like light next to it. And I would always hear like my name, like Maddie or like, Hey, or, or hi. And when I was doing like my research about um, the Fae and stuff, a lot of people say like, don't let the Fae know your name. Like if you, if, if they are guessing what your name is, don't react to it because then they will have some sort of power over you. If they know your name, though, they can, um, you know, they can mess with you more or they can, you know, do other things. So I, a couple of years ago, stopped responding anytime I heard my name. And then anytime I heard, hey, or hello, it was getting more like aggressive. Like they were trying to get my attention and I would just ignore it. But it was getting harder to ignore it, especially because I have cats. I'm not sure if you've noticed I have cats running around everywhere. Um, but it, it freaks me out because a lot of the time I just want to say like, oh, it's in my head. You know how we just try to dismiss it. But it's hard when like you hear like a hey and you're home alone and your cats react to it. Because then you're like, because mm. you're like, I can't ignore that because my cats clearly heard it. And there was um, one time my my recent um, ex he and my cats were all sleeping um, on our bed and I kept hearing what I thought was chattering. And if it sounded like I was in like a crowded restaurant, but I was in my room and there was nothing outside of um, like my window or anything like that. And it just really freaked me out. And I, and my, um, my ex was like, Hey, turn off the TV. And I was like, there's not TV on. And he's like, well, I can hear people talking. I'm like, I know I can too. And then um, out of nowhere, we saw this little, like it looked kind of like those dandelions that you blow out. It was like that, but it was, it was glowing and it was floating up into our ceiling. And me along with my ex and my, our two cats were following it. And I was like, I can't, like, I was like, I can't like comprehend that because all of us saw this thing move and we could, like see it. And once that thing kind of like went away, the chattering in the background stopped. And I feel like I hear that so much. Like I hear like talking or I hear like other things like in the background. And I've always just tried to like ignore it. Um, but the one thing that I can't ignore is the fact that I always see little shadows in the mirror or like my cats will react to the shadow in the mirror. They'll look into the mirror. They'll never look around them. Like they saw it as well. And it's so hard when you're like pets are like, they won't ignore it <laughs> and, you, and you can't tell them, hey, ignore that. Um, but recently, I know this is kind of silly, but recently what I've been doing is I've just been turning my mirrors. Like if I'm not using them, I turn them towards the wall <laughs> because there are some fae that I've read that, um, that use mirrors to like freak people out or they could, um, if they know your name, they can like try to do something like they can shape shift into you. And I've like went down this rabbit hole reading things and it really freaked me out. And I was like, I'm just going to not. Yeah, I'm just not gonna, um, you know, go down that rabbit hole. So I, I just like kind of turn my mirrors now. I don't really look at them. Um, but there was one instance that happened a few we weeks ago that kind of prompted me into like wanting to talk to you guys just because I haven't told anybody about the Faye thing. I've only told, you know, two people about the other encounter. I haven't told anybody about the experience with, you know, what I think is the dog man, but um, is that I was um, practicing so I'm not going to go too much detail into this, but basically I have like this um, thing I have to practice for like um, therapy, which is like where you just read out loud, you know, things that happen and you have to like kind of like go through the memory and like write it down. And, you know, it's like a practice. And I was doing that one night and I was reading it like out loud and I could feel um, a hand like go behind my hair and grab my shoulder 
And I instantly looked behind me and I freaked out because my vanity mirror was open right behind me. And I was just like, nope, like I'm just completely done. I ended up turning my vanity mirror. I was like, I'm not like, I can't do this. And it just like, like any research I'm doing now is trying to like, see what I can do to like, not acknowledge that or like get rid of it. Make it stop. Yeah. Make it stop because, um, yeah, because like I, I've tried to ignore it like my whole life, and I've done a pretty good job doing it, except for like when stuff like that happens and you just naturally react. You know, you can't ignore that. So, um, yeah, I have this huge thing with mirrors. Anybody I've dated, anybody that comes over, thinks I'm so weird because all my mirrors are facing <laughs> backwards. Um, and and the other thing that freaks me out is that I've um, I recently had a baby, and I when she's not here and she's at her dad's um, house, I have noticed that I'll hear her crying. And I know some people say like, Oh, it's like the phantom crying that you'll hear when you're a mom. But and that's why I ignored it. Anytime I would hear it. Cause I'd be like, Oh, I know she's at her dad's. But um, there was one night after that mirror incident that I um, heard her crying, but I actually had her like normally it only happened when she was gone and it would happen at night. And I had her and I was about to like take a shower cause she was taking a nap and, um, I was like, oh, okay. And I was like talking to her like, oh, it's okay, baby. Like, give me one moment. And I like put a towel on and I went into like this room that I'm sitting in her room and I could still hear the crying, but she wasn't crying when I was looking at her in the crib. And I was just like, <laughs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> so it's almost like, I don't want to like say this and I hope this isn't true, but I hope whatever's like messing with me is just messing with me. And I hope that they're not like, angry that I'm not responding to them to where they're like trying to like mimic sounds that I can't ignore or like do things that I can't ignore. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And it's just, that's been like things that have happened like my whole life. I've had things go missing. I've had weird things with mirrors. I've heard chattering. I've had little orbs um, go around me. And that's how I know also it's not like a walker or like a spirit is because those things are different. Like what I'm seeing is like actual lights. It's not little spirit orbs. It's not like little things of like dust that people say that they see. Mm. Um, and just like the actual like hearing of like my name and that voice sounding familiar or like the mimicking of like the crying is really what like freaked me out. I was just like, I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with this anymore. I need to, I need to try to stop. But um a lot of other things that I have researched about like being native American and stuff is that there's a lot of like lore that's attached to it. And then a lot of other natives say that because we, because of our like lineage and because of our tribes and things that we are more open to these things. That's why we have these experiences yeah. because, you know, these are just part of really like our culture, you know, our heritage, these are things that we've dealt with since, you know, forever. So I'm just trying to like still ignore it <laughs> and hope that, it goes away and see what I can do. But um, yeah, that one out of all of them, I think because it happens the most often is the one that freaks me out. And it's not like, it's not, it's not like it happened in one house or something that might've been haunted. It just, it's, you know, happened yeah. my whole life. Well, especially now that you have a, a baby. Uh, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say with your heritage, uh, you're what we call sensitive more mm -hmm. sensitive to these these things. You've had the encounter with the strange creature. You had a supposed maybe dog man in your home. Uh, mm -hmm. How creepy is that? Thank God <laughs> I didn't know. do anything to you guys. Uh, and, you know, you've got all these other things going on. I don't think, unfortunately, how long has this been happening? How old were you when this started happening? Um, well, the first encounter I had with the what I think is the phase when I was six. So it's been happening my whole life. <laughs> and I'm 27 now, so. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if they'll if they'll leave you alone. I don't know how this works. Uh, uh, I would have. I would. You need to go find uh, some kind yeah. of spiritual advisor or something and and mm -hmm. talk to them. Yeah, definitely. Because I have a kid now, I'm like, no, I right, can't. exactly. I mean, even if like yeah. nothing really has happened to me my whole life, and they could just be messing with me, I don't want to like risk it. I don't want it to get any further. Right, you know? and find somebody who's familiar with that. Mm -hmm. know, yeah, fairies and. All the fun Celtic stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, think... I think it's definitely both my heritage, you know, coming. Yeah, because there's got to be a way to stop that. I just, mm -hmm. I have um, no idea how uh, we're getting into a spiritual <laughs> realm, and I don't yeah. know much about that. Uh, I don't think that 
these things are going to harm you. I think if they would have, they would have done so by now. But I can right. understand your concern having a baby around. Oh, so, yeah, for yeah. sure. Brian's mm-hmm. right. Definitely seek a little bit of help, uh, maybe in, in the Native American culture there or somewhere spiritual. Uh, maybe we know someone we can we can uh, get her involved with or talk to. Uh, I was just thinking probably Diva, yeah. Yeah. Diva Danielle. Yeah, we can maybe, if you want us to, we can, we can yeah. get her in touch with you and she can just kind of. Yeah. Kind of talk to you about what's going on, and maybe she can help you out. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, I think yeah. it's definitely both sides of my family, like with the Celtic and yeah. and Scottish. Yeah, she's and very Native. she's very knowledgeable about that kind of stuff, so yeah. she could probably help you, or at least point you in the right direction. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll get, have her get in get in touch with you. Well, yeah. if anything else happens, get in touch with us, and we really appreciate you yeah, telling for sure. us your your yeah. encounters and your and all the things going on in your life. I'm sorry that you have to deal with that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. I hope I uh, hope you can get it taken care of and Thanks. live in some some kind of peace. I know. Yeah. I mean, more than anything, it just it's just more of like annoying at this point. Until that crying with my with my baby, then I was like, okay, like now I'm at the point where I'm just mad because right. we know what the hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Are you on Facebook, yeah. Maddie? Yeah, I am. Um, find us and friend are request you, us if, are if you we're not friends. Us? Are we friends already on Facebook? I think I have you on my YouTube, but I don't think I have you on Facebook yet. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll try to find you and we can get to that, that connection with, with Danielle. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can just find you guys and then just send yeah. you a message. Yeah. Okay. Well, once again, we thank you for talking to us tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Those were great. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm sorry that happened to you, but I mean, you know. I mean, definitely since I've done my research and really dived into it the last years, I'm like, I just have to say it. I have to tell somebody because, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try and look into that that first mm-hmm. one a little more and see what's up with that. I'm thinking now that you've told me that story, I'm thinking maybe, maybe those are connected. <laughs> you know? I hope not, because I think it's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. So. All right. Well, we appreciate it again. You you have a good night, Maddie. Yes. Thank you. In touch with Danielle. Yeah. Thank you. All right. See you guys. See you. Yeah, I'm really confused about that creature that she saw as she was going to the bathroom. What do you What do you think of that, man? What What do you think that was? I don't know, man. I'm I don't know. I'm I'm leaning toward. uh, I hate to say it, but probably some kind of demon creature. I mean, I don't know. You're not thinking Skinwalker or anything like that? Wendigo? I don't know. I, I was at I first, but I, yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. I wonder if anyone who's it listening is. has seen anything like that. Hopefully they could reach out to us and tell us what it they is. saw, too. Well, well I'm going to try and refer her to uh, Danielle yeah. and see if she can help her out. Definitely. If she can point her in the right direction. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening again. Uh, be sure to check out our website, www.cryptidcreatures.net. Yep. Sign up. Get on the email list. It's like a one-stop shopping for everything cryptic creatures. So exactly. Go check it out. Yep. Brian, thanks for being with me tonight, man. Man, always fun. Let's get the hell out of here. See ya. See ya.